There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh here with Jim Price and Jim, the New World Order. Sir, that that whole little phrase, the New. Are we still doing? Are you still playing New World Order? I didn't. We we are. You know, it started with uh, started with Daddy Bush. I think one of the first occurrences we heard of that, and then Henry Kissinger, the New World Order, and now we are um, ushering in the World Order because the old World Order is definitely being dismantled. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, it's when they say that they're going to tell you what they're going to do, and like no different than the the book of or the story of Job. Uh, we all kind of run pra- past the obvious that yeah, Daddy Bush got out there and you know the New World Order, and it, we kind of thought it was a catchphrase, right? We kind of thought he was kind of being fun, but in reality, it, you've, we've described it, talked about the bloodlines and how necessary it is for them to maintain control and just uh, rule. Uh, in, in the way that they do, so yeah, it's it's still here, and I the sad thing is is we don't ever pay attention to the positives that we do affect that pushes the new world order into different directions that they don't want to go because mm-hmm. they really would rather us just go back to sleep, right? Well, so w- what is your idea then of what the new world order is? Well, it's uh, obviously <laughs> obviously it's the idea that when you think of something or you have individual freedoms or liberties, right, the body and the mind – uh, that they really want you to – okay, let, let's go with the analogy real quick. The analogy is your cattle. Uh, they want you to stand in this pen, eat this food, you know, go to the bathroom in this spot, and then rinse and repeat, you know, rinse, wash, repeat. And it's the same thing, and it's just easier because they want the benefits of your labor. They want the benefits of your energy. Uh, they just don't want to listen to your mouth. They don't want to hear about your freedoms. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear about your liberties. And it's really quit mooing so much, quit uh, pushing against the gates, uh, do as you're told, and then you'll take the uh, the stainless steel uh, spike to the head at the end. And uh, then we just move on to the next herd and, and boom, boom, boom. So in reality, that's, uh, that's a lot of what they're doing. That's why we have the you know manipulation through HARP and DARPA and, and uh, the other things like that and also through the food and, and the manipulation of media. And I, I thought about this this morning. Let me get let me one more. Give me one more minute here. This, oh, yeah. Go this, ahead, I thought go about ahead. this morning. My folks, my folks, I, I had guardian parents. I had my mom who was not a good human being. And then I had Marge and Charlie who were absolutely like no playing cards, no music, no TV. I mean, I graduated high school with the original 21 inch black and white TV. They saw the moon landing on because um, they just did not believe in a modern tech. And then at the time. They said, you know, that rock and roll is ruining your brain. Yeah, and it didn't sound like that, obviously. But as a teenager, you're like, whatever, whatever, old people. Um, but uh, and their heart was in the right place. But they, they, and I was thinking about this. They, they were using the religion as this, this ultimate just stopgap, because Jesus said, well, of course, everybody's going to resist that. But then you and I have talked about openly uh, the the admiral's son. Uh, of some Jim Morrison guy or Jim something who was at a rock band in the 70s and, mm-hmm. you know, or late 60s. And then, then all of his buddies also had fathers that were a part of a naval intelligence division in California. And they all came out of this L.A. scene. 
Um, and I was thinking about how much of our music in our daily lives we have actually replicated, Xeroxed off of that original mind control effect uh, that they figured out what tones and patterns make a quote-unquote song good. And um, and I was just thinking about why, what are we doing? How much have we perpetuated ourselves? Have we broke the cycle? Even my, I was listening to the radio this morning. That's why I thought of that. I was like, I'm listening to this song. And is this song actually propaganda, even though the person who wrote it was just writing a hit song? Does that make sense? So um, the, the world order doesn't want you to think. They want you to do, do as you're told, get on the hamster wheel, die. We'll put another hamster on the hamster wheel, okay. die. We'll put an, Go ahead. I, I get you. Yeah. But what is the new world order? I look at it oh. as this, is that the old world order is specifically this. Okay. It was the political economic and social structure which has developed the world since at least 1880 to current date we've had transition of this world order um, and we can implement the fourth turning uh, how and strauss generations into this uh, this would have occurred world war one world war two when the <clears throat> most current version of this world order began to come in place if you go back like 1880 what dominated the world is the united states of america is relatively new on the scene as well as this form of a republic was rebirthed from ancient Rome and really had not seen face on this planet since that time. And really what you had is you had monarchical control, monarchical control of the world throughout the Ottoman Empire, throughout Great Britain, uh, throughout all of Eastern Asia. And at the same time, you had the birth of communism and socialism, which was starting to run rapidly through Eastern Europe and overturn various monarchical dictatorships. This culminates, obviously, in, uh, you know, 1913, uh, where World War I starts to break out. Uh, World War I, obviously, the Kaiser in Germany is overthrown. They want to take away all the land. This is the other monarchs in, in Europe. World War II comes about, and you really see the destruction of the monarchical control structures that had ruled the world previously, and the birth of what we can consider to be the, the modern democracies. Of where these modern democracies are, are formulated in the sense of constitutional democracies, constitutional republics, these types of things. Um, and in the birth of uh, a real crony capitalism where, you know, we have massive economic growth for 80 to 90 years. And now what's happening is we're moving into this transitional period where that social, economic and political structure is beginning to dismantle itself to a new social, political and economic structure. Now, we understand that the social structure is moving away from the nuclear family. It's moving away from the mother and the father have responsibility for the child, but instead that child is raised by the state and indoctrinated by the state to be a, a plebe, a, a slave of the state. We have the other social and cultural aspects where the cultural uh, progression is actually controlled by uh, psychological warfare, social engineering, and various aspects that are derived through the implementation of information in the public domain and social domains or social media. Um, then you also have the political structure, which is breaking down, showing basically people that you know, the old political structures of a democracy or of a constitutional republic really tend to move towards the realm of corruption and we need something better. 
And then on the economic side, they're showing that capitalism has failed humanity and that, you know, the 1% that gained all the wealth, they did this because the game is rigged against you. All of this is absolutely nonsense because most of this has been manipulated for people to believe and perceive that as such to usher in this new world order. So if we look at the old world order, um, your constitutional republics, democracies, we have uh, kind of a free-based uh, nuclear family with a community organization and very, very social outgoing for the social structure. And then for the economic structure is you have capitalism at its heart. So we have to look at what the new world order is bringing about. Well, this is a... A nanny state where your children will be raised by teachers, indoctrinated through academic organizations that are far left. Uh, they will take the rights away from the parents. They're moving towards a political structure where this political structure is going to be more organized towards centralized power to where the people are removed from the, the process of ruling over themselves and ruling over the country because they can't be trusted. This is why we have the low education aspect of this and the chemical engineering of people to where – their intelligence levels decrease below abnorm. And then you have the economic structure, which is going to move more towards that centralized point of government authority where you have public-private partnerships that integrate within to governments and corporations to where this is all controlled in the back office by an oligarchy that has power and control over everything that you do, and you will own absolutely nothing, and they, they will rent it out to you for a small fee of which they pay you in uh, universal basic income per month when you're trying to just make ends meet and you're less than thousand square foot apartment that you don't own that you can easily be locked out of by having a social credit score that falls below abnorm. That's that's what we're headed towards. That that was my thoughts. Well, yeah, no, I get it. It's all, and that's an extended portion of that. I mean, the sad part is we we've been chasing down our credit scores because that's what we've told may, identifies you as a good human being, right? But that's just conditioning you to the idea that something some arbitrary number devised by whoever makes sense i actually my credit score dropped uh seven points because my credit card balance has decreased how is that how is that a thing <laughs> like, you see what i'm saying like car, uh, credit karma or whatever that was that the app and it sent me a notice like you know there's been a change and i looked at it and i just i'm like my my number went down by seven because my and i you know so i looked at the reason why two of your credit card balances have decreased well, I thought that should be a good thing. Like, why is that? That's and so that's what we're rushing to, right? We're rushing to that social credit score, which is your credit score. Um, but yet, who made that decision that arbitrarily because I paid off debt, it went down? That does that, that seems like it would be the exact opposite. But that's the lunacy we're running to. You, how do you actually get there? You know. Well, that's the thing is this is why it is so critical that they mold and shape society, that they they mold and shape the minds of the youngs into various different ideologies so that they don't have to force it to happen. But it comes naturally through the progression of what the people want and desire and they're controlling what the people want and desire. And this is why we're seeing the formulation of this new world order occurring right now. Now, it, this is scary in many lights. And we have the World Economic Forum that is out there leading this way in, in the cultural, the social, and really the, the socioeconomic and social political perspective mm -hmm. uh, with the infiltration into the fine, big finance and the infiltration in the big politics. 
But what they're trying to do is they're trying to create what we call 15-minute cities. And for anybody who doesn't know, is what they want to do is they want to bring nature back to nature. They want to make nature off limits to you because you are harmful to nature, which means that they want everybody out of the suburban and urban areas to concentralize basically into the cities. But they also want to reduce the amount of cities in the world. So they want to concentralize these cities to about 15 or 15 to 28 cities in the United States of America. That's it. They want all the population to fit in those. And what they've done is they partition these major mega cities into what they call 15 minute cities, which are going to be small, minute living dwellings, kind of very similar with the building in UAE, to where when you go in, everything is self-sustainable within that 15-minute city. It sounds great. It sounds amazing. But the problem is, is that it is a global control structure to enslave humanity. And we're going to get into this and what Donald Trump might be doing to fight back against it. We'll be right back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skincare, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back with the Dark Delight Show. Yeah. 
And so, Jim, we're, we're moving towards this new world order. Where you have clown shops as eat the bugs. Right. They want to get rid of meat. They want to get rid right. of gas. They want to get rid of coal and petroleum and oil, which is a natural reoccurring <laughs> substance that piles out of produces. the ground if you don't pump it out, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, think about what everything you said. Uh, meat actually creates a, a stimulus in the brain. It actually causes your brain to have cognitive reasoning. Um, the coal uh, creates a heat and a electricity in your life that makes your life easier. Uh, um, oil, again, is a lubricant, and it causes this world to actually function and do all kinds of amazing things. Uh, the 15 years, uh, the 15, you know, th- those are all the different, those are different things. What you're saying don't do, there's, there's true benefits to your life from those things. And the mm-hmm. fact that they're trying to keep you away from it shows you exactly how nefarious this really is. Meat, I mean, look at Jordan Peterson and his testimony on meeting nothing but meat, salt, and water. Uh, it's been amazing to see the transformation in that man. But those that's what they're doing. Don't do things that benefit you. Well, but we have to think about this. What they are trying to do is slowly kill and control us. I mean, listen, if we honestly think that the current green energy infrastructure that is being built out throughout the world is something that we can sustain 8 billion people on, we're crazy. It's just not going to happen. It can sustain maybe about 500 million to a billion people. And that brings about their true intention. Of what I believe they're really trying to do is they're trying to depopulate the world. I think they're de- trying to depopulate the world down to about 500 million, 1 billion people. Mm-hmm. Concentralize them into these small 15-minute cities spread throughout the world. And then organize everybody into a digital slave matrix. I think that's what everything is headed towards because these people are just pure evil. They want global control. They, they have all the wealth, all the power that they need. So now they just make these small little bets like, I bet you can't enslave all of the world. Oh, really? Watch me. I bet you a dollar I can. You know, it's like uh, trading spaces with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. yeah. Right, They make that oh, yeah. $1 bet because they have everything else that they need, and they ruin people's lives over it. And, and, and this is what I have a feeling that this is all about, is that these people are just so sick and demented and sociopathic. And what they want to do is they want to be the rulers of the world. They also want to control evolution. They don't want humanity to evolve through the, 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 the epigenetic social con- uh expansion of how the world evolves naturally but instead they want to control that evolution and they want to rise above as technological gods with all the bells and the whistles while humanity suffers with all the diseases that are going to be brought about by the lack of energy by the lack of actual proper nutrition and so on and so forth right well think about these meat bags that we're talking about these meat bags are made of the same genetic coatings and dna and all their body functions all work in the exact same way that ours do except for the difference is is somebody has bothered to listen to them the guys with the guns and i'm and i'm not trying to create a fight or start a war or anything like that but the problem is is these guys have the ability to pay people who quote unquote have the guns who could really make the difference to stand up for the people as opposed to the people that pay them and yet the people would actually pay them better than the people that are paying them currently. Does that make sense? Like w- w- the the guys with the you know the, the dollars, the guy it's the golden rule. He has the gold makes the rule. Well, the guy is who pay the guys with the guns also maintain the rules. And mm-hmm. uh, when we have that effect where we actually go back to the constitution and we say, well, we're gonna 
we're going to stand up for the citizens who have the rights and these public figures do not. Uh, if we go back to the ideology, we change everything. The dynamics flip back to where they're supposed to be, which is a constitutional republic. But again, we're, we've got a bunch of other guys who you have a heart. Well, I don't know about that, Josh, but you have a heart. Your kids have a heart. Your wife's got a heart. Your dog's got a heart. We all function in the very similar ways with blood flow and mind stimulus through energy and uh, electrical exchanges in the blood and the cells and through the blood. And yet these guys somehow think that they're superior. They have the same stuff that we have, except they were raised to be really, truly narcissist in a way that is destructive to others. Yeah, I can see that as well as who knows if they're even human at all. But, you know, going to this point is that moving in human at all? Are you lizard people me? Are you saying they're lizard people? You know what, Jim? (laughs) Anything is possible this day and age. They very well could be lizard people. I don't know. know. Who who knows? But moving into 2024, there's Mm -hmm. certain things that I think have been learned since 2020 with the elections, with Donald Trump and the the Republicans in 2022. And I think that this is uh, appropriate action that needs to be taken and needs to be had. One of those things as we're seeing, is uh, three more secretaries of state have approached a mega four American founder to replace the Eric system. The new voter roll policy uh, can change criminals as they make massive changes to voter rolls. So they're cleaning up the voter rolls and they're making changes to these old systems. Not only that Mm -hmm. is the Trump Trump has came out and as well as many Republicans and say, hey, look, we're going to go in there and we're going to do exactly what the Democrats do in all of these states. If it's legal, we're doing it. We're going to play their game now. And I I think that this is a good move. They think this should have been done before, obviously. Um, But then Trump is appealing to the American people. And one way that he's appealing to them is something that he said at CPAC this week. You got to remember, it was Trump's CPAC speech in 2016 that really brought about his not his not not necessarily his nomination but his win as presidency um him taking down the deep state right. but he said that he wants to build 25 new cities in the United States of America by releasing federal land back to the people what are your thoughts mm. on this well, I can tell you right now, it is it is amazing. Okay, so I've done some gold exploration in my time, and uh, and I have been able to find some of the most amazing gold, silver, uh, platinum reserves on government land. I will give you an example: Four Peaks, uh, which is just uh, east of Phoenix, Arizona, which was a you know there by Superstition Mountains. Mm-hmm. If you actually look at this, so when you're saying that the, he wants to release this. My thing is, is he's wanting to release back. I mean, if he's releasing the minerals and the and the land and all that, I, I think it's time for it because there's a lot of amazing land that we've locked up through these federal preserves or reserves or whatever you want to call them, where it has the minerals or it has the resources and the water and all the e- ecological things. You see where they shove us into? A lot of times we're really in the in in, in uh, inhospitable portions of our country where those pieces of land really are the most amazing and productive. So, but again. Oil reserves, gold reserves, uh, platinum, uh, amethyst, all kinds of different precious metals and gems that we actually have locked up in the federal aspect. 
I think he's saying, give it back to the people. Let the people do as they will. Let them have as you know, and let them you know what freedom. Again, we're we're not going to control it from the top down, but from the bottom up, and that's where we all want to be. Well, and if you go back to his State of the Union address and, and these other things, he said that we are returning power back to the people. And a lot of this potentially could be exactly what we're talking about right now. Think about this. I, I, I've been thinking about this all weekend in the sense of the 25 cities that Trump wants to create. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, I think that that if he was smart about this, the way they would do it is they're going to release public land in very uh, unpopulated areas that are mm-hmm. most likely good for agriculture and have some type of benefit towards to business, okay? Right. The way they would do this is they would release maybe 100,000 acres of public land, federal land, and they right. would release it primarily to citizens. So citizens would go to the first of the list to buy the public land. It would probably be discounted to some degree under $1,000 an acre, and then corporations mm-hmm. secondarily. The citizen, in order to buy the public land, would have to provide a written prospectus on right. what they're going to do with that land to better the United States of America, to increase the GDP. I guarantee you this yeah. is how this is going to work. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. I want to talk about this more. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Woo! We're back. All right. Again. All right. So, these the cities, I think uh-huh. that he's going to organize and set them up in the sense where American citizens will get first dibs. But in order to be considered, you have to have a plan for the land that you're going to purchase. So, if you're going to purchase one acre of land, um, it, you can say, I'm going to build a residential house on it. Um, you can mm-hmm. say that I'm going to utilize I'm going to utilize it for agriculture, right? Well, it's the it's the homesteading stuff. They're still homesteading, and you know, once you get kind of uh, west of Wichita, out in the Great Plains areas, there are still cities and towns that will let you. They'll give you the land as long as you put a well and a permanent structure, and you, you know, there's a mm-hmm. plan forward. You have to keep moving forward, or they'll take it back from you. Um, I think it ought to be very similar. I mean, it's a plan of action, right? Moving forward. Yeah, I, I think Good that's idea. exactly what he's going to do and what you're going to see, Jim. And, and this is what I think Trump is going to do with this. I think it's going to be public land in blue states. Mm. <laughs> I think he's going to open it up, 25 cities, public land in blue right. states. And what happens is, is those blue states will have an inflow of conservative people into those new cities. Not only conservative right. people, but then businesses. And what it's so there's it's multifaceted here because number one is it rivals the 15 minute city, the super mega cities that are going to be created by the the new world order. But what it does mm. is it decentralizes the majority of these cities within those blue states. People will start leaving those major cities for new opportunity. Not only that, is it reinvigorates the American dream. This is like the right. Western expansion. 
People are going to start leaving their states, their cities, and going, I'm going to this new city because there's so much opportunity there. We're, we're building it from the ground up. You get to build brand new infrastructure. You, get, you think of how many jobs it's going to create. It's like, it's like FDR's New Deal. Right. Well, this goes along with, uh, you know, because I am here in eastern Tennessee, that a lot of these folks are wanting to get into these smaller that, you know, we can't we call them you can call them communes or compounds or, you know, little cities where there's a, a town hall and people are working with each other to create a better space for each other, but also kind of create their own space. Like, you know, like you're saying, like, you know, hey, this is mine. You know, we're cool. We're, we're OK here. We don't need outside influences. We can do things for ourselves and be self-reliant. And that's the same idea with those. It's like, hey, here's this really great opportunity with this public land. We're going to turn it to you and show us how amazing you can be. Show us what you can do with it and what it would be really be like. That's, I think that's a big part of where we're going with that is the self-reliance. Back to self-governing. I mean, you know, remember Paul Harvey used to talk about that constantly. It's, it's you know, you can have freedom, but that with that freedom is self-governance. you got to be able to stand up for yourself and take care of things and not ask for daddy to come save you every time you turn around. There, there it is. And I think Trump is going to reinvigorate this. Mm-hmm. Back in the society. I, I just I have this feeling, right? Right. That what we're about to get into with Trump Trump twenty twenty four is a rising up against the new world order. I think that he's going to start developing various different policies that rival the new world order. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we can't we can change the trajectory of a lot of things, but if we don't put any effort into it, then obviously the trajectory will be theirs. Right. So if we do this and we start coming into our own uh, and no different than we've talked about before the, the Santa Claus movie, you know, you don't put, you know, you don't believe in Santa Claus, this sleigh won't fly. Well, you know, the same with I deal with these guys, you know, we don't put power behind him. We, we walk away. We create our parallel economy. We've referred to that, too, as with silver and gold and and other things that we create that parallel economy. And then we take that energy away and we can be our own people. And we and then what power do they have? If you're not paying attention to them, no different than a bully. How, you know, they have no power. So we could be those people. But again, that takes effort, right? You can't go back to the, you know, Walmart every time. If you say, well, I'm getting out of the matrix. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to go buy Walmart and get me a cooler. Well, no, (laughs) you can't go back to Walmart. I mean, you got to change. You vote with your money, right? So you're talking about, you know, doing these homesteads and uh, you're voting with your money, right? I'm taking my money out of this economy. I'm going to go put it over here, and then I'm going to use this to this economy, right? This parallel effect that doesn't pay into the big government, doesn't pay into those things. Uh, and so that's that's a, an important part of that. Uh, this is, We have all these great opportunities, and Americans are resilient, Josh. I mean, we really are. That's why, our, that's why, we, that's why the economy is still kind of chugging along here. We know the, the, the fiat currency is junk. We know it's – but we're just – kind of too stubborn to die <laughs> we just right. keep dude could do could do we're fine everything's great you know and we're just so used to you know just making our way we're gonna do this as americans but if we focus that away from their system and put it into ours and our ideology poof you know they go away i mean they really do now there'll be some there'll always be the evil pushing back against us but we can be great about this but again that's uh that's what's your pain tolerance josh We've talked about that before. What is your pain tolerance? Is it uh, is it when the power goes out? Is it when your prescription can't be refilled? Is it when there's no milk on the shelf? Uh, what is it for you that makes you go, all right, uh, I'm standing up? Well, I think what we need here is exactly what Trump is 
thinking of doing. And, mm-hmm. and this is a alternative solution to what the globalists are implementing. And, and I think that this is much in the reason why we have the BRICS nations rising up against NATO. It's not necessarily that they want to control the world or that they want their world order implemented. Is they just want the choice and the ability to have the, the sovereignty to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And they don't want no unelected bureaucrats, basically an oligarchy, controlling the right. dictation and the future of this planet. I think that there's many countries in this world that don't want to lose their power, first and foremost. Right. Secondarily, is they don't want to give up that power to um, someone that, that they don't like and they know is going to be harmful towards the people on this planet. I mean, I, I have a hard time imagining that a plan so intricate like this that is unraveling right now has so mm-hmm. many evil people that you can't imagine that there's that many evil people in the world. And people are like, <laughs> well, you know, they've infiltrated every aspect and like they're just everywhere. They're all social. I, I just I can't believe that. I think that the majority of the yeah. people involved do not want this, but they're scared to pull back. They're scared to say no. They're scared to rise up mm-hmm. and say something against them because they know what happens to those types of people. Yeah. Well, it's a, a superstition and tradition. It's what we've always done, Josh. It's how we always do it. We can't go back against that. It'll kill Nana. I mean, whatever. I mean, it, again, we're so pattern driven. This is one of the reasons they're able to predict and able to control us in such ways is because human beings literally, if you if you pay attention to today or tomorrow when you go to put your socks on then you pay attention to the next day, you'll realize you put the exact same sock on every single day the exact same way. And it doesn't matter what clothes you're doing. You always put the left one on first or the right one on first. Or you put your left one on and your shoe on, then the right sock and then the right shoe. Everybody has a pattern. And we're so pattern driven to break out of that is uncomfortable. That's why when you go to a new place, you go traveling out to, oh, I'm going to go to, I'm going to Paris for the first time. It's going to be so great. I'm so nervous. Oh, I'm so nervous. Well, it's because you're going to the unknown and all the things you're going to be taking in are brand new and you're going to feel very overwhelmed and very exhausted. Your mind's going to be tired. And that's why we, that's why they know they can control us because we don't like change. We don't like hmm. doing different things. We do the same thing over and over and over again. And we're like, no, I'm doing it different today. Ah. You know, And it's like, no, you're not. Well, I had a different cereal. Well, you're still having cereal. Well, you don't care what flavor you put in the bowl. It's still the same old cereal. It's just cereal every day. So again, living life with purpose, right? We talk about being having a purpose-driven life. So when you think about why do you always do it this way? Why do we? Why are we going back to the same poison well? Well, the doctor told me that I need a prescription for this. Okay, so do you want the government chemical in your arm? No, screw those doctors. I'm not putting that government chemical in my body. But what is pharmaceuticals, but government chemicals. I mean, it's just government-approved chemicals, and yet 75% of all the FDA's uh, uh, budget comes from the pharmaceutical company. I mean, if you're Josh, if you're paying me 75% of all my bills, I'm probably going to listen to your opinion a lot more, right? I'm going right. to, you know, your, your, your opinion really matters to me because you're paying most of my bills, right? You're, you're giving me that money to function. So how, why do we think that's different in this situation? Well, I, I don't think we. I don't think we do. But right. the, the big question is: is what do the people really want, Jim? What do people truly want? Most people, uh, I think, are are just want to be left alone. They they just say. I was going to you know say what? that, but I was like, I, 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 think I don't want to have to stand up and and speak out. I don't want to have to rise and mm-hmm. you know 
go out there and buy ammo and food and have to worry about what my government might do to me. I mean, think about there, there was some sort of news today, okay? Right. There's actually quite a lot of news today. Uh, right. But one of the articles today was the Department of Homeland Security. Did, did you see this one? Has a program oh, for gathering yeah. domestic intelligence and virtually no one knows about it. This is so. It's illegal for the intelligence agencies to spy on American citizens, but uh-huh. the Department of Homeland Security has run virtually unknown program gathering domestic intelligence. One of the one of the many revelations in the wide ranging trench of internal documents reviewed by Political. <coughs> Excuse me. Under the domestic intelligence program, officials are allowed to seek interviews with just about anyone in the United States. That includes people who held in immigrant de- uh, detention centers, local jails, federal prisons. DHS's intelligence professionals have to say that they're conducting intelligence interviews and they have to tell people they seek the interview that their participation is voluntary. Uh, but what they're doing is this this falls suit and suit with Joe Biden's disinformation governance board, which DHS was trying to do. OK, right. this isn't a this is an overt human intelligence collection program ran by the Department of Homeland Security on American citizens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Th- this is what people and, are afraid uh, of. This is why people don't want to speak up. Josh, are we really that interesting? I mean, to really watch us that – I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I kind of look at like I, I don't want to know what Josh does all the time. I can't even imagine – You know, it's like my, I got to consume my day to worry about what you're doing with your day. But there are people in agencies who we are paying all this money to run this government, and now all they're doing is just watching us and our patterns. Where, where do, isn't that a little bit creepy? Just... That, 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 that intro music right there was a little creepy. Uh, we're going to be right back with more <laughs> Dr. Light Show. That's my right stuff. I was like... <laughs> Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. 
The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Back with the Dark Delight Show. Hey, uh, did you hear the news today? Breaking news. Which one? Biden tripped again, entering Air Force One. (laughs) (laughs) You you gotta feel bad. This is like elderly abuse, isn't it? Uh, No, it really is, man. I mean, and the thing, I mean, is, yeah, I'm stumbling all over it myself, just like him going up a flight of stairs. (laughs) It's, 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 it is sad. The, to see this uh, as a person who watched, you know, people go through this stuff and, and, and the elderly respect. I mean, we we've got to do better as a society, and the world knows this. I mean, you can't tell me Trudeau isn't looking at this guy saying the same exact thing in his head, but not out loud, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, we have to see this. But again, that's the uh, this is the idea that we are in a we're in an information war, right? So as you pay attention to him ba- uh, bumbling up the stairs, what it is? What is it they're doing to you on the backside? Well, that's the thing, Jim. Is is what they're doing is they're stealing a country. Mm-hmm. Th- that's literally what they're doing, and the people of this country are most of them are are completely clueless. Luckily, luckily, we have people on that listen to this show. Mm-hmm. And, and if you do listen to this show, what I, what I highly recommend you do is is call in, email, whatever you can do, but get feedback. Let us know that you guys enjoy this show, that you enjoy this information. We like to hear out, hear back from you guys on that, especially, uh, as well as yeah. go visit the Jim Price Show dot com. Hey, subscribe on over there, and then also subscribe on over to redpills TV. Those are Jim and Mind's sites where we do our own various different podcasts and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just interesting, Jim, because we're, we're watching the transition of the world into something new and completely different. And we have the ability, we have the ability to hold the hand of the world and mold it into the vision that we've always perceived and wanted and wished for and desired. But yet we're allowing these globalists to control, dictate and dominate what happens in the world simply because... We don't want to get our hands dirty. We don't want to stand up and and have them, well, attack us. Well, I, I don't think anybody wants that, but that's what would happen. Right. But if we did it in mass force, if we came together and all collaborated and said, yeah, this is enough. You guys are done. Look, we got 10 million people behind us. Um, take a seat. Put yourself in jail and, and, and we'll take back over control of the world. I think that this thing could go pretty well. And, and you, you say that, and ten uh, there's well, let's say there's eight billion of us on Earth, 
If 10 million people bothered to say that all at once, that's how easy it is to set, set freedom into motion. And in America, we had 10 million. Let's say we only had, you know, 10% of the Trump voters show up and all of a sudden want to do that. Again, that's a whole other situation where this is over. And, and you don't have to be the one who goes to, to, to do things, but you have to be willing to support those unwaveringly. No different than you see the left, how they completely lockstep. If, I mean, oh, oh, by the way, Federer, did he introduce a new bill to the Senate while he was in the hospital? I don't even think Federer's alive, but I, I guess he, he did introduce <laughs> a new bill to the Senate from the hospital where he has not been seen in over two weeks. Uh, we all think that Fetter, Fetterman, Uncle, Uncle Fetterman, Uncle Fester Fetterman, mm-hmm. Um, is most likely in in sad story. Probably had a stroke. Right. I think he's brain dead. Probably on ice. I don't know. Um, I you know what? I I don't wish ill upon anybody. Um, I hope that the man really is truly all right. Um, but they lock stuff behind this guy magically, right? They they just walk right in behind him. Boom! He's our guy. They don't even hesitate. You know, Trump misquotes or missteps a little bit on a one word or, or you know, <laughs> says something backwards. And, and we're even talking, you know, like our sides are like, well, maybe Trump's not the leader we hoped he would be. Oh, maybe we need to change sources. He like, said Russia. He said Russia. <laughs> it's like, I mean, so if they can get a chicken salad sandwich to, to beat Dr. Oz, you know, imagine how powerful we could be if we bothered to quit shooting and firing at each other and come together and really, again, vote with our money and our words. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, man. Unity, right? Again, well, then that's uh, – what do they call that? Then they're saying because it's unity, that's some kind of nationalist thing or whatever. They demonize the idea of coming together with God and country first. That's not that, – that shouldn't be demonized. That should be – we should be lifting that up. But now we got kids who don't want to say the Pledge of Allegiance because they think it's racist. But yet we go back through our history and the Pledge of Allegiance and the Star-Spangled Banner – these weren't things that we, you know, these are things that we just recently just started putting into force in our country, or I say enforce, but in action in our country. So, you know, there was a there was a time when people were just absolutely patriotic about their country without even having to do those kind of things. But then now we have people tearing it apart. Why? Because it works. Because of the allegiance and those kind of things do bring people together in a common cause. Mm. Mm. They, they do. And see. Mm-hmm. Being American is unlike anything anybody in this world can even understand unless you're an American. And, and right. people probably say that about their own countries, and, and I agree. But being American is a little bit differently. And a lot of people say that, you know, Americans aren't respected around the world. I, I say hogwash to that. You know what? I, I, w- I was an American. I traveled around the world in the United States Navy, 28 different country countries, four different continents. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I do realize is that Americans are revered and respected around the world right okay and that people despise governments and they do not affiliate government with people and americans are known as soldiers warriors they're known as incredibly wealthy even the poorest of our country is of the top 95 percentile wealth on this planet which should tell people a lot um Mm -hmm. but people love Americans for the most part, okay? But we have a culture here that is so diverse, that is so intricate, that that no other country in this world could replicate it. And they don't want to. They they all are all culturally centric. And you know what? I, I embrace 
the cultures that we have within the United States, within the various different countries. I'm from Western New York where this radio show is broadcasting. And you know what? I would never, ever want to change where I grew up. It was absolutely one of the best places to be in the world growing up. Even though me and my friends, we walked around day in and day out through the the middle of the mucks and down the cricks and through the the wooded areas and out in the fields and, and through the streets, wondering, oh man, I wish I had something better to do, wish I had a car. I look back at those as some of the best moments of my life because of the amount of time that I got to think and be within nature, to, to go out there and understand that, you know, the, the silence, the, the solitude that is derived from living in that area is right. something that will stay with you forever. Not only that is, you know, you have this level of community where community reaches out to help other people in the community. I remember during the ice storm in the 1990s, my house on my street, State Street in Caledonia, was one of the mm-hmm. only houses to have a wood stove. People were coming over and boiling water. We had hot water. We had heat when nobody else did. Right. And so, you know, we reached out to community. Community came. We helped each other. And, you know, that's something that maybe you do see in other, other places. But mm-hmm. here in America, that's ours. And we do it our way. And it might be different, but you know what? It's just good to be an American. And I'm never going to let that go. I'm going to fight for America through and through, through thick and thick. American all the way. And uh, we got to save this country, Jim. Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right, guys. Jim will be with you the next hour. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Cool. Good day. See you guys. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the new world order. All right, welcome everybody. This is Jim Price on the second hour, Dr. Light here on your extended lunch hour. Thank you guys so much for being here on WYSL, the family that we all know. Thank you so much. The, guys, I, I say thank you, and, I, and that's not, it's not a loose term that I just, oh, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been awesome, the interaction you guys have been giving us here on the Dr. Light Show with me and Josh. It's great to have you guys be a part of things. And I've had some great emails the last week when I was on the show and you guys reached out and was really positive with me. And I, I really appreciate those things. And as we talk about the world around us and those things that are going on, the psychological effect of what we're going through is really the, the crux of it all. And if you learn to master your mind and master your emotions, you really begin to master your environment. And I say master, well, it, 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 mastering it means that you, and, and there's different versions of mastering, but the, uh, the idea that if you can teach it back, if you then perpetuate it forward, you have mastered it, right? You have become, you can become controlled over the information 
the technique, the style, whatever it is you want to call it. And so that's important going through these days right now that we have so much coming at us in ways that we're like, oh, I can't. I feel like I'm 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 in a dark room and I'm just getting punched from every direction. I'm swinging, hoping I catch something. Well, it, it, you got to remember, you got to you got how you react defines you, not the situation. And I, guys, I, I've been through the blood and the mud, the sweat and the tears. I, I've been I've had two no knock warrants. And if people you don't understand what a no knock warrant. This is your okay. This is your America. And I'm, I'm not trying to make this about woe is me or anything, but I want you guys to understand that your country. Even though in your constitution and your Bill of Rights, and if you have not read your Bill of Rights, then shame on you. And I will say that every day, six, you know, just six days a week and twice on Sundays, shame on you that you have not read your Bill of Rights in your state because your Bill of Rights are amazing. It gives you power. But in your state, and I know that we're all on this edge of everybody is talking about criminal this and criminal that and more, more sentencing, more sentencing, more sentencing. We don't need more sentencing. We need God and fathers in the home. But anyway, I digress. In, the, in this country of yours, there is a such thing as a no-knock warrant, and that means that they have the ability to take a battering ram or whatever percussion device they, they deem necessary to enter into your home, your sovereign place, your, your sanctuary, and they're able to, to penetrate your property line, and not only your property line, but any structure they deem necessary to capture you for whatever reason they feel necessary. And even if that is, means deadly force, and in this country, that's allowed. Deadly force is allowed to amplify a situation. Well, Jim, uh, you know, he deserved it. You know, he he this and he that and little 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 little. Guys, I get it. They're bad people all around us. But the problem is, is that we know that the problem with our country is we have fatherless and godless homes. And I'm not here to tell you how to worship your God or who you believe in. But I'm going to tell you right now. The balance in this world of having fathers in the home is absolutely dead stop our problem. You can say, well, it's ba- it's cashless bail. Well, okay, so a guy comes up with 1200 bucks to get on a bail within three hours of his arrest or a guy who gets out uh, at three hours after his arrest with no bail. What, tell me what the difference is. One guy spent 1200 bucks, The other guy didn't spend 1200 bucks. We're racing right past the problem of what's going on, but in our country – we're able to politically go after and accuse people and do things. The guy who signed my warrant was my friend. The judge who signed my warrant was my friend. The shadow government that's really standing or sitting right next to you and having coffee with you three, or five, three four, or five times a week was my friend. And so when we talk about things, we have to be very careful that we're no, we don't cover things with just a big blanket and say, well, it's because of cashless bail or these other things. But, but it's, it's, our, it's our godless effect in our homes and fatherless homes that we have these issues. And we have to be mindful that how we react to a situation defines us, not the situation defining us. Remember that. You define yourself. How you act and react defines you. You could put a police officer every square inch on every single part of this globe and you'd say well we're going to we're going to crush crime immorality starts at home morality and, and the barometer of what you live your life and what you think is good and evil starts in the home it starts in the nurturing of a child and uh, it starts in the discipline of, of a child and that's the full stop guys but we have a country right now that believes that no knock warrants and going in and taking people out of their home forcibly is an acceptable practice because it's a criminal, it's a crime, there's something that has to be taken care of. And when you do that, folks, those 
unlimited forces, those unlimited powers can be used against you for whatever reason they deem necessary. Well, we thought there was a crime. We thought there was a criminal in there. They thought, we thought, we thought. And as a guy who had the security clearances for the DOD for almost 18 years, who had a spotless background, who sat there and designed and built and trained the military how to 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 operate their defensive systems, no different than the ones in the Capitol building. And I know what those systems are. I designed, built, and trained the military for those exact systems. I was a guy who was able to do that for our military for almost 18 years. I was, that was, the, but they were able to do that to me. They did it to General Flynn because he misquoted a date in an FBI interview. That's what he was accused of doing. He he was accused of lying to the FBI, but the FBI lied to him that he didn't need counsel present, that he didn't need these things. And they, it's okay for them to lie to you, but if you lie to them, well, you're going to prison. You're going to be a felon. And do you see where we keep going with this ideology? We're wondering what the world government, one world government, the new world order looks like. Guys, you're living in it right now where we can pick and choose and demonize people that we want to because, well, it, it, it feels good at the moment. But we have a situation right in front of our face that we could be doing something far more amazing with being more for each other and learning through those processes. But yet we we allow for raids to be on Trump, Donald Trump's house. But yet uh, the potato in chief, you know, they, they're working it out with the lawyers. Do you not see the discernible difference between the prosecution and, and, the, and the execution of our laws? When we have people, when I have a situation where I can tell you an ex-president was raided in his own home because of documents that he had fully disclosed and they and the, and the archive de- department had all the documents, all copies of everything, knew exactly what classified documents were in there. And you know that your president, ex-president can be raided and that's acceptable behavior. We have a problem. We have a breakdown in our, our, in our, in our society. We have a pre- breakdown in our law enforcement. And those guys have to come clean with that and they have to be very, very transparent and make it better and work to be better every single day. I am working, Jim Price, I work hard every day to be better than I was the day before. I think I've done a lot of amazing work on trying to be a better me. And I expect the same thing out of you. I expect the same thing out of you. And I expect the same thing out of my government, working to be better every day. I don't need the government to make more laws. I don't need the government to make more rules. I need the government to be more transparent and more clear and default to freedom, not to incarceration. I want my government to, to believe in me the way I believe in them. I want my government to look as a servant to me, not me as a servant to them. I want them to think about how I can make sure to make this a better situation instead of a, an exacerbated situation. The media should be doing the same thing. How can we make this a better deal, a better story, make it to where it has a positive outcome instead of the destruction of life? And guys, we, we have all these opportunities. And guys, as much as Josh and I were talking about in the first segment, that, yo, the world, the, the one world order is coming for us. The new world order, the new Green New Deal, you know, the WEF, whatever, whatever scary thing you think is coming for you. We also have a great opportunity. Defining our evil, defining the, the, the opponent, we have a great opportunity, a great moment to really think about we could be the difference makers because we know exactly who the enemy is. Six years ago, seven years ago, 2016, I told people, this is what's going on in my life. This is what is going on. And people were, well, Jim, yeah, that, why would the government do that? That doesn't make sense. They're just, the government doesn't just go busting people's door down. That doesn't, that doesn't happen in America. It happened to your president. It's happened to General Flynn. It happened to Roger Stone. 
It happened to me. And I've got stories behind me and people that I know who have faced this. We have January Sixers who are sitting in prison right now for two years in solitary confinement for two years. They're not able to get bail, even though in the Constitution you are guaranteed bail up to first-degree murder, and even you're allowed to get bail at that level as well. And yet we have January Sixers who are being held on trespassing, which tells me those are prisoners of war which tells me that there's another battle going on here that they're not willing to tell you up front. They're not willing to be honest with you. And why would they need to be? You're not willing to go hold them accountable. You're not willing to go and say, hey, we will not stand for this in our country. Oh, by the way, Washington, D.C. is not in your country. The 10 square miles you call your capital, the one that you seem to want to salute and hold your hand over your heart and and plead uh, plead allegiance to, well, that's not that part. That's not part of the United States. That's the District of Columbia. It's a corporate headquarters. UCC1, UCC3, look them up. Understand what the, what the battle really is. You have to have the knowledge of your enemy to be able to defeat your enemy. You have to know who you're fighting and what you're fighting. And you guys have been so amazing with me and Josh and interacting with us and doing all these things. But we want to make sure that we're continuing to move you forward in knowledge and understanding of the battle that's really here in front of you. And when we have a discernible, definable enemy, what, how fortunate you are. But think about the quiet generation from 50 and 80 years ago. Think about the children of that generation. Think about the grandchildren of that generation. That we didn't talk about politics and we didn't talk about religion at the kitchen table. And I'm going to tell you right now, I will talk about politics and religion on this show or whoever will listen to me if I get to stand on the corner and be the crazy guy saying the sky is falling, the world is ending. I will be that guy telling you guys your individual freedoms and your individual liberties. They're absolutely worth it to me. They're absolutely worth it because I have been destroyed and I had to recreate and find my voice so you could find your voice. Don't, don't let them come and break your door down. Don't let them break your neighbor's door down. Don't let them be the people that you say, well, there must have been something wrong. And we just let it happen. You get to be the difference makers because you know who your enemy is. Well, here on WYSL, we're on the second hour of the Dark Delight Show. Guys, thank you so much for being here. We've got a commercial break coming up. We'll be right back. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. 
Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skincare, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical-free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the WYSL Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, the second hour of your extended lunch. And uh, this is your diet. This is your... uh, digestion hour right you ate that lunch and now you're ready to digest some freedom and liberty i do have keith on the phone with me keith are you there i never eat lunch i can't do anything with a full belly they like they, when they <laughs> say breakfast is the most important part of the day i i eat uh, towards the end uh, all of you who uh, like your food uh, i am definitely not a foodie uh okay. what you were just saying now and what the two of you were saying in the first hour about why uh, 10 million people well, wouldn't and can't and don't get together, and you, Mr. Price, saying for yourself mm-hmm. about how in recent times you found your voice, I have to quickly remind you and Josh, you have a platform. Uh, the rest of us don't. Uh, someone could say to a, an old bird like me, 67, uh, geez, just shut up and go on the Internet, social uh, Networking, what are you talking about? Uh, that's not me, mm-hmm. etc. cetera. Um, the reason us conservatives don't get together, because without BSing anyone, there are a few of us who right now, even at my ripe enough old age, when I'm in good uh, condition, I, I am. I, I weight lift uh, twice a month. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can swim. Uh, so I'm pretty good for 67. Um, but uh, th- that's only a few of us who right now would pick up the gun. Uh, conservatives are as divided as any group. We're always fighting and squabbling. I know people here locally who also ID as conservatives, but uh, they vary with me and a few others on uh, this and that, saying, uh, uh, oh, you can't go at it that hard and fast. Well, uh, we're, we're losing our country, and if we don't go at it hard and fast, then, uh, oh, whoa, all of us, even uh, if it means picking up the gun, which I advocate, I do, we, uh, mm-hmm. we aren't going to make it. Um, the guy who comes on after you've heard of him, Mr. Dan 
Bongino, uh, mm-hmm. he's always saying, uh, as they always do, oh, uh, America will come through this. Uh, America will still have brighter days. Even President Reagan said that. Uh, Mr. Bongino is a very good guy, but I think old Danny is whistling past the grave, meaning I think we're in a turmoil and I don't think America will ever be as good as she used to be. That's because the culture has got in there, all the lefties, and they've destroyed even conservatism. A fight that us conservatives should have been wagering should have been decades ago, no later than the 1950s. Everything we're trying to do today should have been done uh, 50, 60, 70 years ago, and I mean that uh, unabashedly for anyone choosing to uh, listen to this. So... Uh, right. We're coming at this way too late, I think, as good as Mr. Bongino is. Uh, he's being way too optimistic, as Americans are wont to be. I think if we're going to mm-hmm. get our country back, we're going to have to have a shooting civil war. People can damn me outright for saying that. Uh, but if we don't stick up to the, uh, stand up to the left, uh, they're going to stick it to us like they already are. We're losing our children. I don't have kids, but they always say, don't send your kids to college if they're conservative. They'll come back a uh, flying right. liberal in your face. You won't recognize your kids if you send them off to college today. So um, right. it's very bad. The left has infiltrated every, uh, everything. Many enough Republicans have their hands out to China. We are just being blindsided every which way. And um, I, 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 in closing, I don't have a lot of hope. Uh, Dan Bongino can speak for himself. You, Mr. Price. Uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Josh Reed can certainly speak for himself. It goes on and on, right. but I, I think we're in for some tough times, and I think America, sadly, probably has seen its um, true day in the sun. Hopefully we come back, but because of how so many uh, people today are turned off and not paying attention, and because of all of the garbage we have to put up with, uh, the answer to your question that you and Josh were talking about, about 10 million people getting together, uh, they would arrest us. Look what they did to uh the January 6th people, and now more than two years ago, no one can band together uh, without being arrested, and uh, the FBI and the other government snoops get in there. Look what they did, uh, how they uh, falsely accused the uh, Michigan militia guys of trying to kidnap the right. idiot uh, the governor of Michigan there, that fool uh, yeah. person. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, Keith, you're you're right on those things. And those are all very great points. And we need to hear from you guys on this. And this is very important that we don't forget that this this war has been on us since the day we were born. Uh, all of us have been in this our entire life, but also this country in 1775, there was those of us that didn't want to be free from London and want that independence. So again, that's this is go ahead, Keith. Those were the Tories. One-third of the colonists were Tories. The other one-third, mm-hmm. as, as with one-third of any population, could not care less. Hopefully Americans know that only one-third of the colonials under Washington, etc., they were the ones who saved our country's bacon. But the drastic, drastic difference is they didn't have to put up with a media that was speaking on behalf of the British. Yes, there was the Tory press. But uh, much of our people, the press was on our side, Ben Franklin and all of that. And you didn't have your actual government led by, I guess, His Excellency George Washington 
fighting against his own men. Uh, the Biden administration is actively working against the American people. I want all Americans, in closing, because I know I go long, I always do, I want all of you, my fellow <laughs> Americans, the Biden administration is working actively against the American people. That, that's the diff. When you have the media and the government itself working against the best interests of its own people, then it's time, yes, whether you like it or not, everyone, for a true shooting civil war. Biden has got to go. I don't care how he's taken out feet first. Have a Secret Service come knock on my door. I'll deal with that if that ever comes to pass. The rest of you are going to have to get really ramped up, or Biden and the right. media and all of the foreign devils who hate our guts simply for being Americans. They're going to take our country down, and I think a lot of you who call yourselves Americans might be A-OK with that because you're such stick stick in the mud. You won't do anything to save your country. Right. Well, thank you, Keith, for that. I really do appreciate it. And I do agree with a lot of what you're saying there that there's too many of us that are very apathetic, and uh, this is the world we live in where we have those that are wanting to be the non-participant you know, characters here on this this. Uh, this great game of ours, we want to call it life, and we some people want to call it the matrix, so you can call it whatever you want. But there's those of us that are living life with purpose and are trying, and then there are those of us who literally just are the potatoes that sit on there and do their PlayStation, watch their cable TV, bet on their sports, and they don't realize that you know it's they're just kind of bodies in the way. And the sad part of it is those they know the the establishment knows those are the ones they can really count on to just continue to go back to the well and understand that that well has poisoned them, but they'll still keep going right back. It's not a problem. As we go through our days right now, and, and what Keith was saying there is that we have a problem, and, and we have to be mindful. And I want to encourage Keith and others that you know this is we do. Hey, well, this is a great time to be alive, where we say yes, we know who the enemy is. You know, it's like I said, just six years ago, seven years ago, I want to go back to my point in the in my earlier kind of rant, is that I told people the establishment. It's not the left and the right. It's the establishment. It's the kingmakers. It's the cool kids club. I call it the cool kids club because a lot of people seem to understand that from the school analogy that there was a small group of people who felt like they were better than everyone else and could then you know dictate to the rest of the school who was important, who wasn't important, who gets a little bit of fame, who gets a little this and that. This is That's that analogy. You guys, this is what we're up against. And I said this, listen, the establishment is out there making decisions on who wins and loses. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's, and it's a real fight. Now, if those of us, then we've talked about the bullying effect, and we just stood up, it's over. We can literally push back. You just flinch at these guys. You just get the little head nod, the little jerk there. You're like, coom, coom. you know, it's it. It's over. And Josh referred that in the first hour, and I referred to it many, many times. And, and even even that's what Keith is saying. You know, guys, just, just a little bit of effort. Just a little bit of effort. It goes. And those of us that are out there, you know, there's I listened to a, a gentleman, and he's pretty popular on Fox. Um, he's got his own Saturday show, I think it is, and, and he has a radio show. And I listened to this guy tell me about how we need to pump more money into Ukraine because we have to beat back Russia. He was talking about how we need to just put more money into policing because if we, we don't have enough policing. And, and I'm listening to this guy going, you're popular, but you're literally running the narrative of the New World Order because you're not paying attention. All right, guys, I'm w, uh, Jim Price here on the Dr. Light Show on WYSL. We'll be back here in just a couple minutes.
Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the show, the Dark Delight Show, and Jim Price, your host. Thank you guys so much for being here. This is your world, right? This is the things we're talking about. I do have Dave on the uh, phone with me. Uh, Dave, you there? Yeah, yeah. How you doing today, Jim? Good, sir. Good. Good to hear from you. Hey, um, How's... I got to chime in my, my buddy Keith. I know I'm one of the regular callers. Uh, fortunately, mm-hmm. we're old guys, and our schedules allow you know a full listen to the show. Um, and I don't disagree with Keith, but um, I, I try to maintain the positive attitude for the simple fact that, you know, a lot of my friends have already put their head in their hands and the world's all over. It's gone to hell in a handbasket. But, you know, negativity mm-hmm. is just as contagious as positivity. Um, right. Depending on your worldview, um, I think we all know how this ends in the big game. But in the meantime, we got to be busy about what we're supposed to be doing and encourage people. And uh, if everybody's just going to surrender... Why even bother, you know, um, taking your advice a little bit, try to reach out to people, you know, um, that, in that positive vibe. And uh, it, I've actually seen a couple results and uh, thrown a couple people right. um, towards YSL. <laughs> there you go. And, and see, think about that. It, I just bother to say, hey, come together, right? And then, David, what'd you do? You, you opened up your mouth a little bit. You started saying something, and you're saying you're already seeing an echo back to you, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And it was That's perfect. People that think, think very similar to you and I, but they're just not aware of it because they're maybe young parents or they're working two jobs or, you know, their lives are busy with just day-to-day, where us old guys can mm-hmm. sit around and ponder things. <laughs> right. Well, and And it's... When you have that people come back to you, what you had that feeling of like there was a satisfaction there, right? Because you, oh, you affected others, and it's coming back to you. Yeah, absolutely. It's no different than charity, you know? Um, I heard a, a preacher years ago say that when you were charitable to somebody, somebody you know, in genuine need, it actually does more for you than it does for them. <laughs> right. Oh, absolutely. Being selfless. Uh, I say it yeah. on my show the 10% you do for your neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government, the more you do for them, that's what to do for you is learn how to be selfless. The world will be a far better yep. place. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so. on a little side note, just to push one of your sponsors, uh, one of my favorite yes, companies, <laughs> um, you know, the tinfoil hat people that buy from uh, my Patriot Supply, uh, it's not for right. the next nuclear war. Look at those poor folks up in uh, California in the mountains. They're running out of food oh. and water. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they had a couple buckets from those guys. They'd be happy. Yeah. Oh, and the guys that have those buckets, you don't hear from them because they are happy. Oh, right. <laughs> they're not reaching out going, I'm starving. I'm thirsty. I got nothing to drink, you know? Yeah, You're absolutely. Oh, guys, you can drink a lot. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. All uh, right. Well, well hey, and the uh, chlorine dioxide's part of that and others. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and don't be discouraged because there's two idiots that are regularly calling, and I'm one of them. Um, because oh, no, I know man, you guys are great. Uh, a lot of my friends, they catch five minutes of you here, 20 minutes of you there. It's just that their right. schedules don't allow it because they're busy with their day-to-day lives. No, absolutely, David. Thank you for your call, and we'll talk to you soon, all right? All right. Have a good day. Thanks. Very good, sir. We'll talk to you. Well, right there. I mean, guys, this is exactly what we were doing this for. And, and uh, the idea that, you know, I started this out, uh, you know, in a few, you know, when Keith was talking about earlier is that, you know, well, you've got a platform. Well, um, <clears throat> I would not be doing this if I had not had my life destroyed. 
And uh, when I say destroyed, I mean, we're talking news articles, you know, TV, the whole thing. I mean, social groups, the, you know, you become the pariah. And uh, I had a very successful career. I mean, I had all the cool stuff. I had the zeros in the bank account. I had all those things, guys. And I and I and I was I would have been pushing the R button real hard, you know, voting. I really wonder why my vote doesn't count. And I've been doing the and I would continue on pushing through the matrix the way I was before. But guys, I now do this because it was what was left. And um, I don't want you guys to get to this point. I want you to tell you the hey the the bridge is out. Let's do something different. Let's find a different route. Let's do do this thing differently. And Dave, I mean, I, you know, this is my this is my success story. This is me, you know, going, yes, David, thank you. Yes, you, you did it, buddy. You went out, you said a few things, and it echoed back to you. That is absolutely why I do this. If I am, you know, this is, I'm a guy from Kansas, and I'm living in East Tennessee right now that gets to say, there's a David up there in uh, upstate New York that gets to say, hey, I heard it back because I started doing this. And I started doing that. It, this is all well worth it. The two raids on my house, all the stuff that was destroyed, the zeros that were gone. Folks, this was the story I needed to keep me going right here. This is the one I needed. This is the one that makes me get up in the morning at 6 a.m. every day. I was at CPAC this last weekend. Uh, got there Wednesday evening and staying with a friend, a couple friends there in Virginia and uh, he's actually on. Uh, uh, Trump appointed him, uh, and uh, he's doing his service. He'll be there till twenty-five. And uh, I got up at six. I got in fairly late Wednesday. Got up at six a.m. Thursday. Did not get back to their house until one thirty. Then got up at six a.m. and went to CPAC, and didn't get home until it was like one o'clock the next day. And again, I did that each night. I was exhausted. I was tired, but I was there because the people that are there are the ones who want to make a difference. And not, you don't have to go to CPAC to say you're making a difference. But there's a lot of people there. I got to meet uh, Mark Levin, and I got to meet Sebastian Gorka. I hadn't met, haven't met those guys yet. Uh, I was actually interviewed by Steve Bannon's network, and uh, and I've been out there doing these things. And to have, you know, after even after all that, I was at CPAC. You know, got to, I was in the room with Trump. By the way, if anybody tells you the one – Trump was speaking or Don Jr. was speaking. If they, if you want to hear that, you want to believe that the room was empty, go ahead. The room wasn't empty. In fact, I purposely took pictures of the room when Trump was getting ready to speak. And as he was right when he began to speak, every person, every chair was full. And even the media row, even the media row inside of there, there, every one of them had their butt in the seat. They were, there was no empty seats. There was no, even the media Every single one of them was inside of that room making sure that they were a part of Trump's speech. So don't let them sit there and and uh, gaslight you and make you believe that they are not paying attention. They were scooping up every word he said. I was really kind of amazed. These guys were absolutely writing down as fast as they could. They were writing down as fast as everything he was saying. I'm like, you guys know this is recorded, right? But they were videoing their own with their own phones, with their own cameras, writing everything down, doing all this stuff, doing spot, you know, little uh, interviews. They were doing their little commentary while he was speaking, had him over the shoulder. So when people talk about Trump and his lack of, you know, popularity, you guys saw the straw poll. You saw what was going on out there. You're seeing the effects in your own life. If you, I don't, if you don't, if you want to believe in the, the, the 17, if you want to believe in that whole thing, if you don't want to believe in it, I don't care. 
But if you want to understand that you're now talking about media and the corruption and the tunnels and the kids and everything like that, and you're willing to have the conversation about the Clinton Foundation, you can thank 17 for that. Whether you believe it was a PSYOP or not, I don't, that's not my, I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm not here to th- tell you what to think, whether you think Trump's a good guy or a bad guy, whether he's a clone or a replacement or whatever. Here's the thing. We're all talking right now because of those catalysts, because of that spark. And whether you like the origin of the spark or not, it's made us a more aware, better people, and we are seeing the difference. We are seeing the winds of change. So then that, understand, sometimes you don't like you don't need you know you don't need to worry about how the sausage was made, but you really are enjoying the final product, aren't you? But again, we don't want to we don't want to admit that sometimes good things make good things and bad things make good things, and even good things make bad things. But we have to be—we have to be living life with purpose. We've got to be the difference makers, and don't go out there running. Well, Trump, you know, the attendance was—you know—they well, yeah, the venue was smaller than it was in Orlando. When I went to CPAC last year in Orlando, it was a huge place. I was amazed, and it was completely full. John Kennedy, uh, John Kennedy out of Louisiana, got up there. The place was full. You know, when a junior was speaking, the place was full. When Trump was speaking, the place was full. No different than how it was up there in the D.C. area. Again, we we want we don't get gaslighted. Don't get caught up in the shiny object of things with them manipulating photography to make. To, oh, look, there's nobody here. I mean, if that's true, uh, then what was I seeing? Am I was I being tricked into seeing all these bodies, all these reporters? The press pool completely full of people and all the cameras are focused on him. People were privately doing their own videoing of something they could take the live stream off of CPAC's feed. Do you see what I'm saying? If he has no popularity, if he has no gravity, then why were there so many people paying attention to every word? And then the teardown of his conversation of his with the American people, with his followers, the teardown of every single word he said and how he said it and all the different things – and Josh even referred to it, you know, he was talking about the things that Trump was saying. If he, if people didn't care what he had to say, they wouldn't be looking at every single word he said, right? They wouldn't be trying to create these narratives and trying to spin it the way they could. But the sad part of it is, like I was talking about the gentleman who does have a show on Fox, and uh, there was a time I actually thought he was he was on the right side of things, but what I now see is he's carrying the water for the WEF. He's carrying the water for the New World Order, the Green New Deal, talking about we need to have more money in policing, more policing, more policing, more policing, more policing. But yet we can't talk about the conversation of saying we need fathers in the home. We need real leadership. We know It doesn't need to be whose turn it is. It's who is the best leader. Quit just putting a body in positions that don't deserve it. I mean, we, we talk about hiring the best if you're going to, even at McDonald's, McDonald's wants to hire the best, right? I mean, maybe they're understaffed now and they're taking anybody who'll move. But there was a time where people did not get hired because they didn't feel that they were quality enough to work at McDonald's. But yet we 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 got the potato in chief who we all keep putting energy behind. We keep putting faith behind because, well, he's my, he's not my president. Well, then quit talking about it. Focus on who you want to be your president. Think, focus on who you know is your president. I broke down the entire thing about Kiev and his visit there. BBC talks about the uh, that Zelensky was a body double and known to be the body double that met the potato in chief. But yet I told you it was snowing in Kiev in 32 degrees. And I showed you how all these things are fa- fallacy of what you're seeing, how fallacy these are. You cannot believe what you're seeing. But people are like, well, he's over there and 
He rode a train for three hours to Kiev? Are you serious? The, the, supposedly the most powerful man on earth rode a train from where he landed to, into Kiev, a war torn country? You got a president on a train? Where is those photos? Where's that Secret Service detail? But yet, when you saw Ohio, uh, uh, Trump in Ohio, there were snipers on the roof. When you saw Trump in Ohio, you saw Secret Service with a little dangly cord in their ear. So put your focus and your power where you know it should be, and you understand your power, and it will come back to you. I'm Jim Price here on WYSL. We'll be right back. Like a firefly without a night, you were there like a blowtorch burning. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here on the second hour. We only got one segment left, though, so thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, we do have some stuff coming out of the WHO, the World Health Organization, the privately held corporation, that says uh, they're inspiring to control and manipulate people's behavior in the next pandemic. Well, that's awesome, right? So we have... Uh, uh, yournews.com is talking about this. Uh, the This is a real thing. This is what they want to do. They want to be able, they picked out this pandemic and they said, oh, look at all this human behavior we can monitor. And look at all this human behavior where people will let us track their phones and all their movement and have, you know, tracing and uh, contact tracing. And all. Like, 
And we may have disabled that button on our phone, but it was never disabled. By the way, even in the state of Kansas, the uh, the health administrator there, the, the guy who was in charge of all that in Kansas, had full access to your tracking in your phone and could do what they consider to be contact tracing according to a Kansas law. That was absolutely allowed. They did not need a, uh, a any type of warrant. They did not need the judge's orders. They did not need the legislator. The legislator had given them the power to, quote-unquote, contact trace through previous bills that were already passed in the House and the Senate long before the pandemic came along. Now, the guys, this is a slippery slope where we know that things can be misused and abused in our daily lives. And I only brought up the situation of my deal in the very beginning of this, of this last hour. It's only because I want you guys to understand that, that uh, we can stop this. We can be the difference makers, but you got to be in relationship with your sheriff. You got to be in relationship with those that are in the power that you or what you've put in the power, uh, the, your public servants with your city councils and your county commissioners. You need to go in and, and talk to the people who are in charge of your elections and make sure you have that relationship and you openly have the conversations that me and Josh have had with you over and over again about the election integrity, about what their leadership looks like, about what we want from them. And, and when guys, when they talk about they're going to pull back the taxes on food, they're going to do a tax repeal on food. Guys, they're they're giving you penance. They're like, oh, we're going to stop taxing you. Well, by the way, you never had the right to tax me in that way anyway. Oh, no, we made a law. I'm sorry. Anything outside of the Constitution is repugnant. I'm sorry. Full stop. You have to, guys, if you don't know your Constitution, you'll fall for anything. This is the country song of your life right now. Learn your Constitution. Learn your Bill of Rights. Go in there. Start with – and the reason I tell you about the Bill of Rights, go, go read those – your state's Bill of Rights. Go read those 20 articles. And like I said, print the just that page out, tape it to your the, the mirror in your bathroom, and read that while you're brushing your teeth because how long it takes to read that is probably how long you should be brushing your gums. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. We don't brush our teeth. We brush our gums. Uh, again, we misuse the language, the English language, and what we should, really should be doing. You're brushing your gums, not your teeth. Um, the health of your gums is a direct correlation to your teeth. Uh, also, the Lugol's iodine we've talked about here a long, uh, a long time here on the show. Those are all be- beneficial to that. But anyway, as you're brushing the gums in your mouth to clean those and make them healthy, read your Bill of Rights and understand that. And understand that's the beginning of something. I didn't say that just learn those things and forget the rest of the Constitution, but what it does, it then you create a self-discovery mode in you where you're reading those things, you're reading those things, you're reading those things, you're putting it into your brain, and then your brain starts to go, well, there's got to be more. I want to know more about this. I want to know more about this and this this whole thing of uh, a well-regulated militia, well-practiced people's army. I want to understand those things, and it's, it's a growth. And just like I say, go get into Lugol's iodine. I, I don't want you to stop there. I want you to find out what benefits there are there, and then what's this? What's the next step behind that? Making you better. The constitutional, you know, education you give yourself is only limited by you. You limit yourself. You put yourself in the cage. I'm not. I'm telling you, go out there and find all that freedom. Go find your buckets of freedom. Because as far as I can tell, the potato in chief and those that are think the ones that are controlling him are not handing out big buckets of freedom. They're not running around and go, oh, hey, did you get your freedom today? Well, here's a big extra bucket for you, and here's a bucket, extra bucket for you. Nobody's doing that. It is your duty. It is your duty to go out and, and exercise those things and know those things and be knowledgeable of those things. Again, 
There are too many people that we have put a badge on, and I'm using air quotes here, from security personnel to sheriffs and police department and marshals and all these other that we know are not quality people and should not be in that position. But we just let them be because we got to respect the thin blue line. But yet they don't know the Constitution that they swore an oath to. They swore an oath to the Constitution, and they have yet to even crack a one little page of it. They haven't even looked at the Bill of Rights. And then how many times have we seen these videos out there where, like, you can't film here? It's like, uh, yeah, it's called public property. No, this is a federal. This is a you know federal property. Uh, yeah, I, I own this property because it, it belongs to me. We the people. Oh no, it doesn't belong to the government. I'm sorry. What is the government? But the government is my public servant, and it responds to me, and that's what I'm in charge of. Now, I'm not saying you're going to go in there and you're just going to start running the post office. That's not what I said. But the idea that they don't understand their own laws and your own rights, that you have been supported by your Supreme Court, that you have these God-given and able rights. And it's sad that we see these thin blue lines, these guys with a badge, who actually don't understand the simplicity and the, and the excellence that we actually live in under the Constitution. Anything outside the Constitution is actually not constitutional. And that's why I have a real problem with us continuing to try to make new laws and make new laws and make new laws and make new laws. And, oh, we're going to repeal that law. Oh, you're giving me my freedom back? I mean, that's what a law is. It's a limiting of you and a limiting of your freedoms and liberties. No, Jim, that's to keep people from killing each other. Really? Is it? Because if I remember right, we still have murders even though it's illegal to murder somebody. We still have people you know, that do things to other people, even though it's illegal. Well, that's why we need tougher sentencing. We have some of the toughest sentencing on earth. And in the history of America, we have some of the toughest sentencing in the history of America. And it still has not lowered crime. If anything, we have an increase of crime. But let's, default, let's, let's, let's uh, default back to the original discussion. No fathers in the home. No God in the home. There's your problem. You can make all the laws you want. But you cannot law morality into human beings. And you know that, and I know it. So quit being weak. Quit going back to the same old poison trough of more policing makes the world a better place. That's what Germany was doing. Germany was doing a lot more policing and creating ghettos, which, again, you know, it's just for your safety. Do you not see the slippery slope where we're at here? If you do not have the ability to self-govern, someone will govern you. If you default your governing to somebody else, you're not going to like their decisions. I mean, go to get into any small group and you're like, well, I don't like the way Bill does it. I don't like how he, he opens and I don't like how he uses the gavel. Well, everybody's a critic. And if you don't like it, become the leader you need to be and run the organization yourself. But if you, if you, you want to default everything to everybody else, then don't complain. If you want the government to give you everything, then don't complain about what they take from you. If you don't want to fight for your freedoms, then don't complain when they do take your freedoms. If you don't want to fight for liberties, don't be upset when you can't think freely. And when we have to talk about this honestly and be the right people, live life with purpose. Guys, it's been so fantastic being a part of your guys' life. And thank you so much for hanging in there with us the second hour of Dark Delight. It's been awesome. I'm Jim Price, your host, and we'll be back tomorrow with me and Josh on the WYSL. Bye-bye. <laughs>